0: good morning, everyone. My name is Brian and today is Friday, November 3rd, 2023, and this is episode 560 of the Lots Project Podcast, where we're defying norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled Plans for the Winter and is brought to you by the Blockstream Jade. Today, I will be chatting about our plans for the next four to five, maybe six months and hopefully give away some Satoshis. But first, let's grab a cup of coffee, catch up with what's going on in the live chat. And we will dive into that topic in just a bit. Good morning. Good morning. Chilly morning here in Tennessee. How's everybody doing? Pip cold in Florida. What's in the, what is is this 50s weather? Um, and gingerbread is 43 degrees. Good morning, gingerbread. He's got all his plants inside. Jim down in Lakeland, Florida, 58 degrees there. Uh, yeah, we're 29 and it's 53 in the camper, guys. So. Not up a little bit Not up a little bit it's okay when it's in the 50s ah man all right it's 15k friday we're giving a we're gonna try to give away fifteen thousand satoshis this morning if we can just get 15 people in the drawing and if we do that'll bump up the bump up the minimum so uh here let's get uh, rolling today with those entries and today for pip For Gingerbread, Jim, and myself, everybody else that's dealing with this cold snap, we are going to do hashtag chili. Not the food, not are there beans in the chili or not beans in the chili, just cold burr chili. Hashtag chili in the comments in either YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, or Twitter. Get you in the drawing for 15,000 Satoshis. We will do that random draw at the end of the show. And we'll do it regardless of how many people we get in. But if we get enough people in, there will be, uh, yeah, there will be a distribution, uh, distribution of fifteen thousand satoshis. So here we go, here we go, guys. It's uh, it's back to fifteen k this week. How the drawing works is I I put a hashtag up at the beginning of the show every Friday morning, and right now we started. Well, let's go back. We started at five. 5k giveaway every Friday. Um, 5k giveaway, we were giving away weekly, uh, came up with some new rules with uh, some people that were in the audience, and uh, so how it works is the 5k was, uh, we had to have five entries in, that was pretty pretty quick, that went, uh, and then the next week it went up to 10k, We didn't quite have 10 people in. That was the new requirement, was 10 people in the drawing to uh, make it a giveaway. If we didn't get 10 people, it went up. It doubled every Friday. I figured I was going to give it away anyway. So we doubled it until we got 10 people in, dropped back down to 10. And if we achieve it in the first week, so if we achieve um, the goal number of people entry the first week, then it bumps up. The next week so right now we're at 15k we gave away 45,000 satoshis last friday um who was the winner last friday was that uh msu rifle i think swung in and uh and grabbed the 45k uh so this week back down to 15 so if we qualify with 15 people in today uh, we're gonna bump her up to 20 next week and uh, go from there so I like giving away Satoshis. I like uh, onboarding people uh, into Bitcoin. And if I can do it for a dollar, $2, $3 a week, that is uh, perfectly good by me. And uh, yeah, so hashtag Chili in the comments. We will see if we can reach that 15, magic 15 entries this week. So good morning, good morning. Good morning, MSU Rifle. Yeah, it was you. Gingerbread Farms was uh, commenting here earlier before the show started that he got a new homeowner's insurance and the price went up over $1,000 because the cost of rebuilding a house has gone up so much. What was that price increase? Was that from last year or was that from uh, a few years ago? Uh, hold on one second, guys. I gotta I got to jump off here for a second. I will be right back. All right. All right. We're back. Um, so, yeah, homeowners insurance going up because the the price of rebuilding the house is is going up is what it looks like. Pip says he's hungry because I mentioned Chile Rewild their life. Good morning. How we doing? Uh, she says their insurance went up 450. Um, Haas, good morning, Hunter. Hunter, how are we doing over on Twitch? Thanks for jumping in uh chili sounds good about now <laughs> gingerbread says his total replacement value of his house almost doubled wow kira kira a did i get it right ah oh, man i've been practicing uh since you were in last time <laughs> in the morning show good morning i hope i got it right um yeah, I know you told me in person. Well, video chat, and then uh, then I I totally blew it when you showed up, and I I tried, I went in. Um, I hope it, I hope I got close. Uh, let's see. Gingerbread says I changed from citizens to USS USAA, and they when they calculated the cost to replace my house, it came out at almost four hundred thousand dollars. Sell it for four hundred and one thousand, you'll be good you will be good. Canadian Farmstead. Good morning. Good morning. Hashtag chili C H I L L Y. Hideaki. Yes. Man. So when I used when I used Google Translate, it's so generic and it's um it doesn't sound natural when they say it. So Canadian Farmstead says hashtag hi Corey. Actually, it's hashtag Chilly guys if you want to get in on the the 15k giveaway i uh, dropped it off there before good morning courtney baker how we doing thanks for coming in and joining us all right i got it perfect yes i appreciate it nice nice uh so james uh james brought up a good point as far as housing and uh just in the in the coffee chat here early yesterday i was seeing something it was in passing. I was I was down doing um, I was down doing laundry, getting groceries, and things like that. And there were some conversations going on in some Telegram chats, and I wasn't really able to participate because I was doing <laughs> I was doing a bunch of stuff, um, and I didn't I wasn't paying attention. It was fast and furious comments, and they got talking about I just happened to catch a few messages in the blurb as i was scrolling by and they were talking about what the the new standard for housing for percentage of income uh rob kaiser over at all around growth has a a fantastic chat a really nice close-knit group of people there um and uh, if you haven't checked out rob's podcast all around growth you should check it out uh he's kind of been revitalizing the the podcast i think he's uh He's excited. I think he got excited about doing it again. He was. Um, so it it's uh, it's definitely ramping up a little bit. But uh, he somebody in the group was asking they were talking about finances. I, I wasn't paying attention. There's some people in the chat here that are over in that group. They could probably tell this better than I. But uh, somebody was talking about what the new standard for percentage of income you spend on housing. And this insurance thing makes me wonder how often people don't consider that in their payments. Like, I know we always put it into our, um, we always escrowed it with our mortgage payment. Uh, and there was always a, a debate from people I knew whether you did that or not. It was kind of like, um, it was kind of, what, wait, hold on hold on. All right. I have to start this message and then I'm going to come back to it, but holy crap. Um, so yeah, uh, we always escrowed ours. There was always this, uh, there were two schools of thought that, uh, I heard as I was growing up. So I'm, I'm old. I'm in, I'm in my mid forties. So it was, yes, put it in the mortgage, escrow it. Don't, don't even worry about it. It'll just come out. And then there was another school of thought that said, um, don't, don't lock up your money like that for the year. Just save it, make it work for you, and pay it off. Um... <laughs> Gingerbread says, "So it would cost four hundred thousand to rebuild my home that I can sell for one ninety five right now, and yes, it's going to make my mortgage payment go up." Yeah, I, I, yeah, I knew it was probably going to make the mortgage payment go up. But I'm wondering if people put that into their calculations when they're they're figuring out their max percentage of their of their income that they want to spend on housing, is the increase in escrow payments or yearly insurance payments or taxes going up? Uh, I know when we bought our house, it, our farm, our farm. Um, we were, our mortgage payment was in what we were like in the mid six hundreds. Corey, I think uh, Yeah, it was just, over 700. just, yeah. Okay. Just over 700. And by the time we left seven years later, it was pushing a thousand. They got up $400 a month. Uh, and that wasn't because of the house value. It was all insurance and taxes. And it was, um, it was interesting. It was interesting. So. I wonder if that increase—that increase didn't keep up. My uh, wages didn't go up that like that, and uh, neither did Corey's. So, yeah, yeah. Do you calculate that in when you uh, when you buy it? Uh, um, James says uh, Gingerbread Farm says once the dust settles from what he just happened in his life, I'm going to fill my escrow account enough with cash to make my mortgage less than a thousand. Yeah, that. That can work. That can work. A comment here I saw scroll by and uh, made me stop and think for a second was uh, Haas says, I can't even get home insurance as they canceled mine because I'm in a fire zone. So I assume you don't have a mortgage on the home because isn't that a requirement usually for the bank to have a homeowner's insurance if you have a, a lien or a loan against the house? Um, rewild their lives this is one reason why we don't want a nice home when we move we, the, they tax here based on value plus the schools etc yeah uh that was always my deal i was like okay whatever i hope it looks like shit when the um when the estimator or evaluator or um <laughs> <laughs> says i do but they haven't said anything yet <laughs> great sorry about mentioning that on the intro webs uh rachel said uh, was saying that she wanted doesn't need a nice home doesn't want a nice home nice is all what you make it i suppose um the tax assessor was supposed to come to our house so the way it worked in um in our county was they would come out and do an outside inspection every like three years. Um, and then inside on the like the fifth or sixth year, like it was a cycle where it was outside, 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 and then inside inspection. Well, when our inside inspection came up, it was during COVID and it was like uh, just a, just a circus to try to um, schedule them to come in. I don't think we ever had in the seven years. I don't think we ever had anybody come in and look. I wish they did because all the drywall was gone and the house was in the middle of a remodel. So maybe that was prices would it went down. But yeah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Rewilder Life says, home is where my family is, not my granite counters and my 5K gas stove. Yeah. Um, I mean, look at this. <laughs> I mean, I'm in a camper. It, uh, it is great. I love it i'm saying um i'm saying that uh the plans we have the the vision we have for what we want to put together is is not is not going to be um granite countertops and five case stove or five thousand dollar gas stoves for sure for sure um similar stuff happened to my mom in florida her insurer canceled her wind insurance there are many types of home building insurance in florida due to hurricanes many insurers pulling out of florida yeah uh after they get just they just get reamed uh for years on end when they have uh, storms come through storms come through storms come through they they just don't it, it doesn't make financial sense I get uh, we all hate insurance companies, but man, they're there to make money. That's that's what they're there to do. That's what happens. So us saying, I uh, guess that no one can get it in the fire zone and the state is not helping. That's California for you. Yeah, California. Meh, meh, meh. Just let it all burn and then it won't burn for a real long time. That's that was the whole problem is they didn't let it burn. They didn't maintain it. They didn't clean it up. And then when it burns, it's just. So bad, and they put it out. Corey says, "I just want a second bathroom in my house." <laughs> I uh, I think um, the fact that we want our bathroom outside our house. <laughs> I mean, I think Corey wants one inside, and I'll probably. What's that? It's like it at night to pee. She dislikes it at night to pee um this girl is a trooper man i when we when we first got the camper and we were moving in and we were trying to figure it all out and decide where we wanted to remodel and everything cory Corey was on a plan um <laughs> Corey was uh, with a plan she had a plan she wanted to get in this camper as soon as possible she wanted to get out of the house she wanted to start sleeping in here well, we didn't have the composting toilet. It was on like what, like a six months back order. It was it was ridiculous. It took a forever to get here, and um, so she would just bring out a five gallon bucket with her. And at night, the girl pees more than anybody I know. I don't know. I know females pee a lot. That's like the stigma and and that whole thing. My wife pees like I don't get it. I don't get it. She she knows. She knows it's it's a lot. Yeah, I know it. she knows she pees a lot (laughs) and uh so she would just bring a bucket out with her in the middle of the night and uh i think at one point we got you a a noodle to put around the rim no she's she's a no noodle girl (laughs) she just she grabs she grabs that five gallon bucket she's good to go um so (laughs) rewild her like Says I don't understand or uh oh man, all summer I have to pee in the dark with the bears. <laughs> I'm with Cory. <laughs> Gingerbread says Brian has plans to build a bathroom outside with a bucket. Uh, I'm thinking it's more like a drum. I don't need to change a bucket all the time. Jim says, I don't understand why people want to go inside the house. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, it can be. It can be. <laughs> um, oh man says i'm in an area that burned already and still can't get it our fire was one of the biggest in the nation before the one in paradise which is now the biggest yeah yeah rewilders fertilizer just save it yeah um that is that is the plan with the composting toilets that uh, like we're doing out at tim's at delinquent scully any of the will you go away thanks thanks Dog was uh dog was just deciding to lay his big, fat, wet lips on my keyboard. And lucky he didn't push anything. But I think he was uh, mad because his food was empty or his, his water was empty. So he needs to come and bother me while I'm doing something. So there is that. Uh, that's the plan with all the, the outhouses at uh, Delinquent Scully, anywhere we build... Uh, any other hip camps that we end up putting in no James the, the keyboard is not waterproof <laughs> and um, Hunter is that an entry or is that a, a joke because it's actually chilly with a Y <laughs> um, oh, <geez. laughs> so we're going to use uh, the big large drum composting toilets the one the original one we were putting out the first one out at delinquent scully is a 30 gallon drum and so that should take quite a while to fill up uh with the the use that there is right now hopefully it'll be uh it would it would probably be a year right now but uh as the camp swings up i'm hoping to get six months out of it so it's not super um super often that we're changing it but then that will get sealed and sit for a calendar year and then get added to a compost pile Maybe for fruit trees or things that we're putting out there, I'm 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 confident that after a year and then mixing in with compost and soil, it should be fine to use on uh, on our plants. But I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna hit fruit trees or um, maybe comfrey or things like that with it. So Hunter says I'm only half here. Well, oh, guys, that's cool. Gingerbread asked if the keyboard's waterproof. Yeah, meh. It's Guys, last night, man, Corey and I were sitting just hanging out. We we got pizza last night. We're gonna go a little long on the coffee chat this morning just because it's Friday. Uh, we got pizza from from Charlie's New York style pizza. Man, I we found that place and it is fantastic. We're sitting here eating, bullshitting, dicking around on our phone. Corey's on vacation day. Oh, I forgot to announce. I was supposed to announce to the internet first thing this morning that, um, that Corey is on vacation today. (laughs) She said she wants the world to know. So if anybody, anybody runs into somebody that hasn't heard today in your daily routine, could you just let them know that my beautiful wife is on vacation today? Um, good morning, Blakesley acres, uh, hashtag chili as in C H I L L Y to get in on that drawing. Um, so we're sitting here eating, eating pizza, dicking around on our phones, relaxing. <laughs> and we I wasn't using my laptop. We weren't watching um, the we weren't watching Prime or anything like that. And all of a sudden I turn my head. I look over at the laptop and there is an enormous. It was like probably what was it like three inches by three inches. At least it was like um, one of the what is that shape? it was like uh with the three points i don't know <laughs> i don't know what it is triangle it's not a triangle but like the, if you drew a line from the corners of a triangle to the center um it, that's what it looked like on my screen um if i was watching adult films you would have guessed it was something else but there was enormous wad of dog slobber right in the middle of my in the middle of my laptop screen and i looked over and i was just like I just sighed and left it there for quite a while. I was like, I couldn't even deal with it. It was, it was rough. It was ripe, rough for sure. Um, Rewilder's Life says, I don't want toilets because I can clean like 15 to 25 a week, depending. Yeah, I, I, um, we, so we went out. We went out and we started using the composting toilet in the trailer. We had to winterize it the the last year before we left. Uh, we weren't quite ready to leave, and so we went inside. and When we used the indoor plumbing and the toilet, it, uh, we weren't happy. We weren't happy, really. Uh, it sounds counterintuitive, but I felt like the the um, composter was actually cleaner. Uh, it felt cleaner, and. Um, <laughs> uh it felt cleaner we enjoyed it it's it's yeah it was just it was great it was great i didn't uh, mind at all i didn't mind at all so i liked composter for sure for sure and um man the outhouse is it the outhouse it motivates you to get in and out in the summer it's super hot in the outhouse you want to get in get out get done uh, in the winter, it is uh, super cold. You want to get in, get out, get done. Uh, you're not hanging out there. It encourages you to eat cleaner so you are not hanging out in there for hours on end. There you go. MSU Rifle 29 here also. 29 in uh, in West Tennessee because we're on the other side of the river. I learned. I'm learning the areas. Um every while they're like why are urinals the most disgusting seems they'd be better but not but nobody nope yeah urinals are pretty gross but i'll have to tell you after a decade in restaurants in hospitality and being in both the men's room and the women's room in the the restaurants like after clothes And knowing the people that cleaned them and talking to them on a regular basis, seeing them, comparing them in the same establishments. So it isn't like clientele difference or anything. Um, Women are gross, guys. I don't mean to offend anybody in this. um, I don't mind to offend, want to offend anybody in this audience. I don't know if I'm necessarily speaking about you, but in general... I've found that women's bathrooms in public locations, especially restaurants, are way more disgusting than men's. I said it. I said it. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I said put a fan in there and maybe some magazines. all right i have someone agreeing with me i, I got uh, and female at that and rachel agrees beautiful beautiful all right you women you women and your gross bathrooms guys we got 12 entries into the hashtag chili we uh, get three more and man we'll bump up to 20k next friday we'll give it away today and then bump the minimum uh, up to 20. that would be fantastic Jim says, Do women wipe things on the stalls like <laughs> guys, dude? <laughs> um worse, worse. And backwoods says he's been saying it for years. Uh Pip says, can confirm clean the restrooms at Target in the late 90s. Oh, geez. <laughs> Lucky you, Pip. Lucky you. Um, let's uh let's let's roll over to this list I had for plans. I guess I didn't even talk anything on the coffee chat list. It's just, uh, it's been kind of writing itself this morning with the live chat. I appreciate you guys showing up and uh, and hanging out. But I just today wanted to talk about, oh, the sponsor of the day. Let's talk about the sponsor of the day. Um, if you win the Bitcoin today and you're stacking your sats and Bitcoin right now is $34,152 per Bitcoin. I checked and that is up $600 for the week. I'll take $600 gains a week, all week, every week until it's, uh, until it's, uh, I would like it to go up more than that. But that'd be pretty nice, consistent every week going up, wouldn't it? But as that price goes up, your stack is going to look nice and nicer and nicer and nicer. And you might want to uh, put away a little bit into cold storage. So when you get that Bitcoin, be sure to have some cold storage options available. I've been using the Blockstream Jade and I really, really like it. I like it so much. I've partnered with the company. Get ten percent off your purchase and help support the Lots Project. If you click the link in the video description or the audio description and use discount code the Lots Project, Blockstream Jade open source software. I am uh, I'm getting those videos together, guys, and that's actually on my list for winter. But uh, yeah, check it out. Check it out. Um. <sighs> <laughs> rewilder life rachel thanks for the morning laughs with all with you all are the best i i appreciate it i appreciate it um uh hoss's telegram group hunter i'm not sure what you're talking about i was hoping to hold at 36 um oh 36 000. gotcha gotcha never mind i i forgot it. it's talking about the bitcoin price man it's a rough morning guys it's friday i should be on vacation i think <laughs> my wife my wife is on vacation don't forget <laughs> don't forget all right let's uh let's talk about what we have going on for the winter here Corey and i uh last winter if you were listening to the show then you know we left srf uh, in the fall, in in early October last year, it was a little earlier. Uh, <laughs> hold on one second. Haas was wondering if um, if the dogs ever shake those loogies off. Yes, constantly. Um, I I can't even do an inspection. I can't do a walk around video of the camper, like. Corey and I actually talked about it last night when when this big wad of shit was on my computer screen was these dogs literally drain the desire to keep your house clean out of you every moment of their lives. And one's just is he snoring or is he grumping over there? I said that and one of the dogs was like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they drop hair everywhere. There is dog food all over our float. Like, we could constantly sweep. Like, I could walk back and forth behind, like, where you see in the big hallway of the camper. Like, I could probably walk back and forth a hundred times in a day sweeping up dog food. And it would never be gone because when they eat, they take a big bite out of their bowl. It gets stuck up in their jowls one of them will stand over the bowl and do it, but the other two like wander around while they eat. So then they're chewing and it's spewing out of the front of their mouth. It's spewing down out of the, it was stuck in their jowls. It's all half wet and sticky. Then Brian comes out in the morning cause they eat all night, like randomly get up and eat uh, in the morning. They get up and eat and I come out and I step on the floor and it sticks to my feet. It's horrible. It's Horrible hair everywhere they drop hair like we could vacuum constantly you try to keep up with it and there's just like hair dropping everywhere three of them in here and the slobber is everywhere it's abs it's on the ceilings it's on the walls like you just randomly find it times you just oh there it is there's another big old wad of slobber there usually with hair stuck in it it's fantastic fantastic um and then corey wanted me to mention the matrix (laughs) so when we walk them you know how you walk a dog and they usually like walk a little ahead of you maybe in line with you we've gotten these guys really good about walking right next to us right next to us and um and and keeping pace with us well, one thing that happens, they get excited while they walk. They start drooling and everything, and then they will shake their head. So you have to you have to watch the drool coming out of their mouth, and time it right to just slow down enough that their head is in front of you, and when they shake their head, the slobber flies in front of your face. Sometimes, if you don't realize what's going on and you hear them start to uh, start to shake their head you can do like the matrix move and like lean back real fast and it'll fly in front of you. Mostly, mostly it just gets all over you and you're like, eh, eh, great. So yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Jim says, get a hamster. Brian and Corey have had many conversations about the, the canine choices after um, the, what happens with these guys. So yeah, and it's not going to be St. Bernard's. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. One and done on that. Well, three and done on that, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. Kyle says she needs a vacation again? Question mark. I'm not working the full week for this, Kyle, she just <laughs> wants you to know that she's not working a full week for the rest of the year. When the company says you got to take your vacation or you lose it you take every friday off so you get four day weeks for a couple months (laughs) uh jim says you should have whatever you want as far as dogs she agrees and brian should also have another camper if that happens we just saw friends of our friends of our people we watched um on youtube when we were getting started we kind of i feel like we're friends because we watched so many episodes of their stuff Um, they just hit the road again they stopped for a year uh bought a rented a house hated it and got back on the road but interesting enough they hit the road again in two campers they each have their own space oh man kyle you go girl all right anyway what's going on this winter Corey and I uh, last year went to Texas. I helped out uh, the Renegade Butcher with, uh, with some extra work he had going on uh, for, for um, deer season. He needed just a, a helping hand, a, um, a, someone to vacuum pack and stuff like that to do the, to do the tedious uh, work that he needed that just took him all that extra time. Save him time. Save money, do more beer, have a better winter. Went down, we found a camp spot, and um, it was kind of spendy. It was uh, definitely it was definitely spendy yeah, for what it was. We were out in a watermelon field, but uh, it worked. It worked. We had a great winter. We experienced uh, a freeze in Texas, so we got through that with the camper. Uh, it was a couple-day freeze. Uh, we experienced shit tons of rain. We experienced getting stuck all sorts of things that we were glad happened. And so then in the spring, we knew we had to come up here to help uh, help check out Tim's property uh, in in West Tennessee. And so we made arrangements. We got up here. We found a fantastic place to park. It was through um, through an in community person that had been staying here that was leaving. Uh, They hooked us up with uh, the landowner and man, it's been, it's been great. Way more affordable than Texas, way, way more affordable than Texas. We're excited about it. And so we looked at each other and for the price, it just made sense to kind of uh, lock this up long-term. So we, we made, I think we paid for like three months. We, we, Paid for like three months and then ended up paying for a bunch more after that. We were just like, here, take this. Let's lock it up. Um, we might not stay here the whole time. We ended up going on our road trip this summer up to South Dakota to get our residency. So we were gone for a month, came back, places just as, as nice as it was when we left. And so we are paid up through next spring, actually beginning of summer. We're paid up through May, I believe. Uh, for a spot to sit. Uh, And so we're going to do that. We're going to... It was already in the plans to kind of see what the winter was like in Tennessee. As we're traveling around, we don't want to travel forever. Not full-time, at least. Uh, Kind of the plans that we had were were travel around, find areas that we like, experience them in all the seasons, and then start buying little plots. Start buying and uh, putting up little structures, having places we can go, but we can also uh, utilize and make money off of while we're gone. That was that's kind of the big picture. Helping other people do it along the way, uh, getting doing Tim's property is a lot of um, hands-on experience for that. Uh, transforming some raw land into a vision, and it's going fantastic. By the way if you want to check that out you can uh, find the the playlist of the progress uh, on youtube under delinquent's gully updates i believe is or delinquent's gully playlist or something like that uh, you can check that out it's it's going great and um, so that's kind of the the end goal is a bunch of smaller lots in different parts of the country or maybe all on the in the east midwest wherever Uh, But a bunch of different lots that we can go to as the weather deems. In the winter, we can go south. In the summer, we can go north. Uh, Up in the mountains, down in the valleys, wherever it makes sense. Well, Tennessee was one of those central locations that we thought we could put uh, a really base of operations. That if shit went sideways, we could always get back to the one location we know we can make it all year round. Minnesota wasn't that. I don't want to heat in Minnesota in the winter. Shit goes sideways. And I'm on like um, harvesting shit in the woods undercover to heat my house. I don't want to have to do it in Minnesota. I I can't do summer in Texas. I don't give a shit. Dogs are not. I'm not doing 110 degrees. Not doing 115 degrees. Bullshit. Not doing it. But you know what? Winter in Texas was pretty fantastic. So buying smaller plots. We had 35 acres in Minnesota. If I had 35 acres broke up into three 12-acre plots, well, that's a little over 35, but you get the point. Uh, I would be way happier, way happier, way more productive. Um, Maybe a dozen, uh, yeah, a dozen three-acre plots would would be phenomenal five three acre plots in different locations would be would be really cool so that was the that w- that's the the main goal Tennessee looked like a good place to do all year round if we had to not ideal the summer was okay I mean the summer wasn't horrible uh not ideal if it was uh shit hit the fan situation where I don't want to have to well the the sticking point right now in Tennessee is the dogs in the summer. I can keep myself cool. I can't keep the dogs cool without air conditioning. Um, when it gets that humid and that sticky and that warm. So that is kind of the the tough spot here, but if I had to make it work, I could do it all year round in Tennessee, but we hadn't experienced the winter. That's why we're sitting down for this winter. Long story, long story short. Uh So we're going to experience the cold here uh, and Kyle says come to New Hampshire is the best of both hells minus 15 on the winter 100 degrees over 100% humidity in the summer. That's Minnesota. That was Minnesota. We sat in Tennessee watching the temperatures in Minnesota this summer and they were the same. Little less humidity, maybe five, 10% at most. But uh yeah, and we're not going to have to deal with the negative 30s here. I I don't, I can't believe. What's up? No. Corey says, please, no, please, no. Uh, <coughs> So we're going to sit down. We might take off in the winter if we want. If it gets too cold and we're like, yeah, screw this. Uh, we might roll out to go find some warmer weather. We're not probably going to do that because what I'm going to tell you about now is the the next project we have coming up. And uh, it's going to be interesting. It'll be a first time for both of us doing this. I've researched it on the webs and the YouTubes. And it, um, it should be a decent project. But we're going to get some skirting on the camper. We're going to not do permanent skirting. We're not going to do like a, a mobile homes girding, metal, all of that, uh, basically we're going to be using a, um, uh, 11 mil was either 11 mil, nine ounce or nine mil, 11 ounce. I can't remember which way it went, but thick, thick tarp, uh, like think old billboard tarp. Uh, we're going to cut that around. Um, we're going to cut that. Uh, to length so that it fits below the camper. We're going to attempt to use some command hooks uh, on the side of the camper. Put grommets on the on the the tarp. Hang it around. Block that that area underneath because from what my research says and uh, my research is everybody else's research and me reading it. Uh, the open gap under the the camper basically sucks the heat out when the wind blows under it there's like a, a suction um there's a suction <laughs> a suction motion that happens when the wind blows and drafts and it pulls the heat out of the bottom of the camper we have uh, a weatherization panel on the bottom of our trailer it's not under the slides. Um, it's not uh, super. Um, it's not super sealed up, and um, so that's what that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna attempt. It's not gonna be insulated. We're not putting insulation or anything like that. We're just gonna put that wind block, and the tarp's gonna hang down. We're gonna grab firewood from Tim's, and. Um, <laughs> and kind of pin it down the people that uh, the people that i watch they use tent stakes and grommets on the bottom to stake it down that's not really an option here uh, we're on like an old gravel pad that's uh, kind of kind of um been consumed by the grass looks like we're parking on grass but when you get into it it's like gravel underneath and we've tried to put tent stakes into the ground and unless i'm buying like the three dollar four dollar uh, uh pops tent stakes they uh they just bend in half because there's so much rock uh to get through here. So um Backwoods Butcher says, Hi, Corey. Uh Jim asked what Kyle's near in New Hampshire, and he said nothing. <laughs> just the way, just the way he likes it. Nothing. Uh Kyle said that his dad could give us a, a few rundowns on a few campgrounds if we needed. Uh and he said, speaking of suction, sucking motions. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, guys. So that's the big project. Our tarp showed up yesterday. I'm excited about that. Uh, we ended up ordering. What did we get? We got a 25 by 20. Is it 25 by 20? I think it's 25 by 15, 25 by 20. I can't remember the size it was. Uh, it's big. Uh, it's like 15 pounds or more. I picked it up yesterday at the post office. It is it's heavy. Haven't opened the box, but it's yeah, that thick vinyl. We have a new grommet tool and grommets and command hooks coming from Amazon. They should be here at the beginning of the week. And uh, we're going to go for it. We're going to we're going to put our own grommets in. The whole skirting in total, um, I think, with the grommet tool and everything, which we won't have to buy again after the fact, and we wanted one regardless because of uh, doing a lot of tarp work out at uh, properties and things like that. It, uh, I think, it's going to be like 160 bucks. I was looking at custom skirting, so if you got, if we got one that uh, was made for our camper. went around the bottom for winterizing it uh it was going to be like two grand 2500 bucks they make these ones they're like blow up pillows that you put under that will uh, kind of really seal up and things they were like six thousand dollars um yeah there were a ton of options and i just i kept looking because that wasn't in the cards for us a because we didn't want to transport it b i didn't want to spend that money Steve, i could buy a lot of firewood for for that much money for the winner let the let the heat suck out the bottom i don't give a shit anyway i found this a couple that said diy on a budget and that's right up my alley and this was the method they used so we're gonna go for that and we're gonna get that sealed up we'll do a lot of content with that and uh, and see how that goes guys we got uh got about 10 minutes before this drawing and we're still at 12 if you uh, want to put the call out to any participants to get over to the channel and get in hashtag chili three more and we can give it away today and then bump up the minimum going into next week so check it out if you're on facebook twitch youtube or twitter and you haven't put hashtag chili in the comments make sure you hit it i'm going to show it again here it's not chili as in the food it's chilly as in it's cold here this morning but we're already up 10 degrees in the camper this morning since we got up so that's nice that is nice So, um, anyway, get that skirting done. That is probably the goal next week. Um, Temperatures have been chilly. Temperatures have been cold. Temperatures are going back up. 80s in the forecast. 81 in the forecast next week. Uh, Mid to high 70s every day. Lows in the 50s. Like, perfect. Perfect. If um, If we could... Keep this temperature all year round. It would be absolutely fantastic. I, I think I could do this summer, winter, not today, not the 30s, but the that what it's been for the last couple weeks with highs in the, the mid to upper 70s, lower 80s, low humidity um, and overnights in the 50s. I'm not asking for much, am I? Is there a place where we can just go park all year round and it's like that? Cause I could do it. I could, I could, I could handle that all year round. It's been absolutely gorgeous. So there is that. Um, So while it's warm next week, hopefully Corey and I can knock out that, um, knock out that skirting project after work or um, yeah. I don't know. Hunter says San Francisco Bay. Yeah. Ain't happening. Gingerbread says, yeah, it's called Hawaii. I don't know if I can get the trailer there. I mean I'm sure I could but it would be kind of expensive. <laughs> not happening. Not happening. So I will just uh I will just chase 70. I think that was one of my interviewers or interviewees that um that said that they um they just chase 70 all year. Just chase 70. So It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. So what else, um, what else for the winter, uh, delinquent gully, delinquents gully, uh, Tim's property down here. If you haven't, um, if you haven't been listening for the last, mm, I don't know, six months or so since we started, um, working on it, Tim, tool man, Tim Cook uh, up in Alberta there. He purchased a parcel down here, ended up p- purchasing a couple more and uh, and has a nice 15 acre raw plot out um, real close, real close to where we're staying. It's about 25 minutes to get over there. And um, so we've worked out a deal. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it for him when he can't be down here. Tim can only be down here six months minus one day per immigration laws. And uh, so he gets as much time down here as he can but uh instead of letting it sit idle and just get overgrown in the winter uh we've come up with a, a plan to install some campsites uh to do some work on it consistently throughout the year maybe find some people to work on it when i'm not around but right now i'm uh, i'm that kind of go-to person to get some stuff done there it's going to be really nice here working in the winter uh as as I've been in Minnesota the last 20 years the majority uh at least the second half has been working outside um, in the winter negative 30s negative 20s negative 15 constantly around zero in the morning if not if not colder sometimes highs below zero not below negative not below 32 not below freezing like highs for the day of below zero degrees uh it sucked it sucked um man i was out here last night i had to go get uh, fill our wood tote with uh with some split wood i had to let the dogs out man i did it in a hoodie and shorts and it was like 35 out like i can do this i can do this i know i became a weather wimp last year down in texas and i was crying about putting a hoodie on at like 65 degrees or 55 when the sun went under the clouds but as the the temperature has slowly come down a little bit here in tennessee Um, I'm back in the swing guys, and I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to get out there and work when it's, it's cooler. Corey and I did a bunch of work out there when it was 90 and super humid. Um, and it didn't really, it wasn't fun. It wasn't, I don't enjoy that, but when I can go out and it's, and it's 40, and sunny and I can be out there in a t-shirt and jeans, uh, working to keep myself warm. Uh, that's perfect. I get so much work done. You don't get as tired. Um, and it just, the days go so much better. And so that is the plan. That is the plan over the way is to get out and Work on Tim's property a bunch. Uh get uh get the site listed on hip camp this winter or going into the spring, get that rolling, get uh get some campers out there enjoying the property, and also help others. Right now, um I'm retrofitting the the Comfrey business in a box growing uh, growing money page on the site to, um, to have some new packages defined packages of uh, services i offer as far as anything from the root stock then the and the crown cuttings all the way to walking you through a uh, business model and doing coaching for that so that is uh, getting reformulated i got a big uh, appearance coming up here at uh, towards the end of the month that i'm excited about i'm not going to not going to mention Quite yet, uh, what it is, and probably not until it, it releases. But um, got a got a decent, decent, um, a decent, uh, decent show. I'm I'm gonna be on here in uh, in a few weeks, so I'm excited about that. It will hopefully spur a bunch of Comfree sales, and then also doing Hip Camp consulting and getting that site more dialed into specific packages. And that's gonna be everything from virtual uh, consultations. I've done a few now, uh, just property walks with people virtually where they got video. We sat down, we watched the video together. I gave them my feedback uh, after doing some research uh, about the area, looking at overhead views and stuff like that from satellite maps. And then the it, the actual live video, not live video, it was recorded, but uh, looking at the video with the, the client. That worked okay. Um, They definitely got what they needed out of it, which was perfect. So that's going to be kind of the base package all the way up into a thousand miles from my location uh, consulting packages to come out and do on-site consulting and uh, give plans out. So um, nice, nice. We got another uh, entry there. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, Up to 13, guys. Two more, two more, and we'll give it away. We'll give it away. And um, uh, sorry, catching up with. Um, <sighs> Backwood says it's twenty eight right now on the porch, sipping my coffee with a cigarette to raise my body temperature. <laughs> that's that's raising your blood pressure, not your body temperature. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Well, that uh, yeah. So hip camp, the, the new the new tiers are getting are put, getting put together and that's getting rolled out. That is kind of the winner going to be here. It's going to be working on Tim's property, uh, doing consulting for new clients, doing some coaching for the comfrey businesses over the winter, getting set up ready for spring. Um, and uh, I got a few other things kicking around just in the background. The biochar project is is still moving forward. Uh, went a little different direction with that after SRF decided to um, decided to go with a builder instead of trying to do it locally. I met a I met a guy at SRF that is close enough that is a fabricator, and we need to get together. I we we've totally blown meetings uh, two weeks in a row here, but we're both super busy, and it is a side project. It is something coming along in in the works. Um, but that is going to get handed off. I uh, We have a bunch of content we want to make. I have a bunch of block stream video that needs to uh, get retaken as I, as I started to look at it. It didn't turn out the way I wanted. I'm truly trying to figure out how to do that the best I can. Uh, we'll get content out on putting the skirting up and all sorts of stuff over the winter as it calms down a little bit and uh, things like that uh pip it got cold and you pulled out the christmas stuff oh geez guys we got 14 anybody got a anybody got an extra uh youtube account that they can log on and do you have a do you have a oh never mind we got one we need one more person guys i'm gonna hold off on this drawing as long as i can if we could get one person uh hashtag chili Where is scrambling when you need him with his 18 screen names? One more, Hunter. You got one guy, you got a guy, uh, you got a guy that's that's watching with you. (laughs) One more, we're at 14. I want to give this away, I want to get to 20, uh, 20k every Friday. The ring, man, look at that. Oh, I guess that would be anything with K. (laughs) Whoops. Gavin, there you are, boss. Thank you. We got 15. Look at that. 15. Here, let me get it up on the screen. We got 15 entries in the, the 15k giveaway. That's fantastic, guys. I appreciate you so much. Uh let's give it away. Let's give this shit away and uh and get out of here for the week. Everybody needs to have a, a get shit done weekend, get things uh get things pounded out. And, um, here we go. Let's give it away. 15,000 Satoshis. Hopefully, hopefully in about a year, this 15,000 Satoshis, you're going to look at me and go, how the, f- how the hell did you give that away on a morning show? Cause that's worth, uh, God, I don't even want to imagine what this is all going to be worth in uh, in a decade or so. But anyway, guys, let's draw who, who will win Round and round and round it goes. Let's see who gets in. Ronald Cole got in. Got in. Nice. Oh, Shark Python, you missed out. Jim. Jim. Congratulations, Jim. Uh, Yeah, Jim joined the Telegram group last week and uh, found out that you can use lightning on Telegram and was super excited. Now, Jim, you're going to have 15,000 Satoshis to kick around on. Um, Hey, Shark Python. Good morning. Good morning from Hunter's youngest boy. Thanks for joining. Um, (laughs) All the kids jumped on. I love it. I love it. Uh, Jim wins the 15. (laughs) This is great. I love it. I appreciate all of you guys popping in in the morning, and uh, man, next week we're gonna be up to twenty thousand satoshis on Friday. Gonna have to start getting more streaming in on Fountain and Podverse. Those value for value, <laughs> those value for value uh, uh, podcast players. That's where I fund all of this from. So we need to amp that up, guys. The more listeners, the more streaming, the more satoshis, and we'll start giving it away. Oh, man, Jim says he's going to let it roll till next week. Is that what you said? Ho ho. so I uh, I have to stay true to my word. Uh, we had 15 entrants on a 15K giveaway, so that is going up to 20. Jim says he's going to toss it back in on the pile, so I think next week is going to end up being like 35. Wow. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Thanks, Jim. I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it. And um, yeah, let's wrap up, guys. It's been another week. I don't have show prep done for next week yet. I don't have topics. Uh, If there's anything you guys want to hear on the show, I won't be doing show prep until probably Saturday morning, Sunday morning. So if there's topics you want me to wrap on, there's stuff you want me. I'm not wrapping. I'm sorry. I will, but I will I can't wrap, but I will talk about what uh whatever you guys are interested in hearing. So uh, shoot me a message, info at the lotsproject.com. Hit me in the telegram group, private message me on telegram, uh, comment on Facebook, any Facebook, Twitter, all of the places. I uh, I get most of the comments. So if you have anything that you want to um, if you want to hear, let me know. Other than that, you can join the live comments every Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find a post about the episodes along with links to all my social media services I offer, recommended products, and companies I'm affiliated with at thelotsproject.com. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys. Make it an awesome weekend. I hope all your GSD lists get done. You have an awesome weekend. Everything goes smooth, and we can catch up with you on Monday.